All right, you guys ready? Oh, I suppose. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to episode 76 of the Life Short Live Free podcast. I'm your host, Sam. To my left, we got Box, and directly across from me, we got Johnson. Our uh, who, who do you say he always looks like, Box? Brandon Herrera. Our, our Brandon Herrera lookalike, right here in studio. It is a beautiful Sunday morning. We're sitting here having a few... Uh, Box, what are you drinking what this morning? That? Are you There's drinking anything? floating in the air. And I... No, I'm drinking a rain right now. A what? Rain. Is that an energy drink? Yes. Or did you go out and like gather rain water? <laughs> well, yeah, I have a bucket of rain water back behind my house that I dip into <laughs> every now and then. If, you know, it I don't use a glass or anything. around here. It did it the other night. We got like, literally just we rain. got like a 64th of an inch. I was just going to say, I don't even know if I got a 10th at my house. <laughs> hey, every little bit helps, I suppose. It didn't even knock the dust down on the gravels. Yeah. What are you going to do? Miserable. What are you going to do? Where did my, uh, we do have, uh, we do have some sponsors actually for this podcast before I forget. We are brought to you by Ballistic Imagery, photography and, vid- and videography, hard hitting imagery, making an impact. On your company. Find them on Facebook and ballisticimagery.com. And uh, yeah, they do more than just uh, just uh, photography for people. They also sell prints. Check out their website. This one on the back wall, this beautiful strapping young lad is done by him. So uh, check them out. Uh, you want coupon codes put out there? I, I mean, I was going to kind of stop advertising the whole print thing. but Oh. Okay. Well, I, I guess you should have made that known before I... <laughs> I get, that's why I gave you a script <laughs> to read off You of. know me. I don't go on script. I don't go on This script. didn't sound like enough. I'm going to keep it. <laughs> exactly. Uh, well, I'll still sell them, but I, I don't know, I'm, it's not going to be really something I'm pushing anymore. Sure. Uh, we're also brought to you by Shyworks, Iowa's customer preferred Cerakote applicator. Check them out at shyworks.com. You can use coupon code LSLF10. You get 10% off everything on the website from... Uh, lasered back plates and magazines and mag bases, patches, shirts, uh, all sorts of goodies. Uh, 10% off with coupon code LSLF10. Also, we do uh, we specialize in Cerakote. So anything you want your uh, you want your gun to look like, just let us know, and we'll we can uh, we can make it happen. From camos to theme builds and anything uh, any crazy thing you can think up. So uh, check us out at shyworks.com. So you guys uh, you guys do any. I, I, it seems like the last few times I've asked this question, you guys are kind of fading on the American aspect. Did you guys do any American this week? I got some fish. <laughs> I, I mean, I suppose. That's like all that happens in my life. That's exciting. Fish are kind of fun. I, I mean, it's not really American, but sure. Did you get like, like a piranha? Pets or like to eat? <laughs> no, I just got some striped bass Both. in the freezer. <laughs> So you're gonna raise them in a tank until you yeah. can. How are, how how do goldfish taste? You think? Uh, I would guess not. Well, Great. gold goldfish are a species of. Aren't they related to carp? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So and they say carp, it's a it's a bear to prepare because there's so many bones and stuff in there. So people generally don't bother, but they say it's really good. Well, I've heard um, that the best way to prepare carp is to get a nice hickory board and put your uh, fillet. On the on like that hickory board, yeah, and then smoke it, and then scrape the fish off and eat the board. So. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you had me there. I you had me going. <laughs> I've never done grilled salmon. Like I have a cedar plank specifically for that that's been sitting in my in my cabinet for years. Yeah, and I've never got around to it. Have you ever grilled fish? Yeah, I never put it on a board though. 
I, yeah, I don't. Just grill the fish. Right. You know, put it in a cast iron skillet on the grill. And, right. Yeah, I guess I don't know why that would make that like much we difference. Make, but... We make like smoked salmon. We'll get like a big, huge, big, you know, salmon fillets and smoke them for, for a couple hours and they're really good. But Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the old lady had some, uh, well, we went to the hockey game the other night, me box and, uh, and the girlfriend, uh, my niece was singing the national anthem with a with a group there. So we went over to the Muskies game, and we went out to eat after that. And she had these uh, salmon sliders; they were pretty freaking good. Yeah. I'm a I'm a fish fan, yeah. particularly eating them. I I don't know. I I like eating fish, but not like I prefer eating fish that I catch. You know, yeah. versus like I don't go anywhere and order fish. Every now and then I get catfish from uh, Texas Roadhouse. Yeah. That's usually okay. Catfish or if you find a place that has, like, good walleye. I never had, like, that from a from a, a restaurant or anything. Uh, I'm used to having it, like, up in Okaboji mm. where it's caught, you know, within five miles of where you're eating. It, right. So. Kind of nice. Yeah. Uh, Johnson, how about you? you do anything uh, American this week? Not just, really. Just the usual? I'm just, you know, keeping hundreds of things alive. At my house. I heard you guys are trying to get rid of some of those chickens. Yeah, we were looking <laughs> you at it. decided you had too f***ing many or what? Well, it's just like during the winter when you're not getting a whole lot of eggs, it's very discouraging to uh, spend as much money as I do feeding. Money and time, yeah. Well, it's not even time. It's just like I spend probably $200 a month feeding chickens. And I get like, right now I'm getting like 12 eggs a day. Out of like a hundred chickens, it's like yeah, the return on investment on yeah, that is not, not very good. good there. Not good. But in the summer, you'll be getting like forty bajillion, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. you just got to send them off during the winter. Right. Have somebody watch them. <laughs> the, yeah. Their vacation right. home. Yeah, that'd be nice. Your mom's got a backyard, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, so. they're wild animals. Just fucking let them out and fend for themselves. They do pretty good at that, but hmm. they do pretty well. But. Um, myself. I guess I I kind of American. I got uh I got it's not really American, but it's going to be eventually. I got a 3D printer, which is uh kind of cool. This is what this little cute little boat is. Uh this is usually this is a, a just a test print. They it does all the aspects like overhangs and bridges and all sorts of stuff so you can tell how your printer's performing or whatever. But the reason I got it and why it's American is eventually I want to be printing guns like Glock receivers and um, uh, even AR receivers eventually. Um, there's then there's channels. There's there's a lot of support for that online. If you like, you go if you Google 3D printing. I think uh, we should guns. build a FGC nine. I think we should build one. What uh, what one is that? That's like the what they're using all over for uh, like Myanmar. Oh yeah, 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 yeah! Absolutely, find the files on it. I'll print the crap out of that thing. Yeah, I got the files for it. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> Send them over, and I'll uh, I can I can print them up. I'm just like this is my literally my second print. So, um, but I I'm know what's mine. That printer was only it was 230 bucks, and like the it's the quality is pretty freaking decent. Like how far you've we've came and and technology is freaking is just wild to me, and. Think about where we're going to be in like, you know, ten another 10 years. It's pretty sweet. I just like the aspect of 
making something out of th- out of thin air. You know, it's just kind of it's kind of cool. You see it in a, well, it's not, not a out of thin, thin air, air at you all. Get a roll of filament, guy. <laughs> well, yeah, but you guys know what I mean. You guys know what I mean. It just it just you press go and it prints it, and then there it is. There's your there's your your product. It just it's very cool to me. I enjoy it. Do you also enjoy point. regular printers? No, you not just as much. Hit print and there's yeah, words on the paper magic. all of a sudden. <laughs> God, it's like magic. Where did those words come from? You guys are smart asses. You know exactly what I mean. It's a very cool thing that uh it's just it just seems very neat to me that you can design something and then all of a sudden it just spits it out. Hey, and it, I I do that shit every day, guy. I just make something and then I go out to the shop and poof, it's real life and it's made out of stainless steel. I'm like, wow. Right. <laughs> so the way that a 3D printer works is you take your 3D model and then you put it in a slicer or whatever and that creates your G-code for it mm-hmm. because obviously you're printing the inside of it as well. But how does like something like your program work? Does the program that you work out of, does that create the G-code or do you have to send it into another no, program? it's a separate program. What's that program called? Um, we you can use a lot of different ones. What most people use, as far as like machining, so like if I had a part that I wanted to machine in like a mill or something, mm-hmm. you'd usually use like Mastercam. Okay. Mastercam is, I think it's part of the Desalt System Suite, which is <clears throat> what SolidWorks is. Okay. So and with Mastercam, you it'll auto G. I mean, you can auto G code it, <clears throat> but you pick. Basically, what tooling you want to use for each, um, you know, like you can have, say, you have a an auto tool changer on your mill, mm-hmm. and it's got, you know, it'll hold 16 tools. Well, you say, I want to use tool four for this process, and it'll kind of, it gives you all, basically, all the steps mm-hmm. that you need to take, and you can kind of. So it's not just Tune like it a, it's not like a plug and play system. Like this thing, I literally it, downloaded the file, put it in my slicer, saved it, right. press print. You're you're good to go, right? But in in machining, it's machining and printing are completely different. Right, processes. they're a lot more so, complicated. I mean, yeah, obviously. so you got to have you got to use different tools for different processes, right? right? So um, it's not just a one setup situation. Like three sure. D printing, it's one setup, right? So you just have mm-hmm. your plate, and then you're printing off the top of it layer by layer, right? Whereas machining, you're doing different processes. You know, if you right. face something. Versus, you know, if you're spiral milling in mm-hmm. a hole or, you know, if you got ball end mills to make things round or if you got, you know, facing bits to smooth things out. There's, yeah, it's yeah. it's not super automatic, but it's way easier than manually G-coding. Like, I've got a, like, just a little tray that I made in college mm-hmm. um, that we had to manually G-code everything. Mm-hmm. And it's like... Yeah, doing something in Mastercam versus manually G-coding something is right. a whole different story. Right. I mean, yeah. it saves you hours and hours of time. And that's kind of why I wanted uh, part of why I got into 3D printing is to kind of learn a little bit of the the 3D modeling aspect and eventually I'm going to teach myself milling eventually and then hopefully, you know, I can step that up in the, in the CNC type stuff. And that's part of why um I kind of got into into this a little bit, but it's just something a hobby for now that I find find fun and, and intriguing to me. So it's most people. I I I've been nerding out on this stuff for weeks now. You know, watching right. videos and everything. So I finally got this all together yesterday, and I'm hitting print, and I'm just sitting there watching it. And I bet if somebody walked into the shop, I'm like, 
what is this? He's watching grass grow. What the hell is he doing? Because right. it's not like it's exciting. It's just sitting there going around and around and around. What but was the time to print on that little thing? That piece was just under two hours. Oof. Yeah, it shit takes time. Yeah. Fucking button. Ten years to be able to print this in like fucking twenty seconds. seconds. Yeah. Yeah. It's a uh, yeah. It just the tech, the increase in technology from when you know ten years ago, three D yeah. printers until now. Like I said, that thing's two hundred thirty bucks, and it's like plug and play. You know, you had to assemble it or whatever, but what after that... What did you that, end up getting an Ender? Yeah, Ender 3 V2. Yeah. I was I was debating between... There's a there's a $750 Prusa mm-hmm. that's like, you I know... I looked at the Prusas. They're just, uh, they're just pretty much plug and play. You're not going to have any issues with them. It is what it is. Um, and more of the reason I went with the cheaper one is because there's a lot more tinkering to it, and you got to figure stuff out so you learn more of the you know mm-hmm. you f- learn how to fix problems and, and learn how the whole process and everything yeah, I works do that. yeah but <laughs> see that's that's the exact opposite of what right. i would want to do i want something that just works i don't want to have to yeah. fuck with it yeah but i want to learn i want to learn why it works and how it works and when a problem comes along how to fix it and all that aspect but i w- when i first was thinking i was gonna get a prusa but then i decided to go this route but I'm 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 happy with it. Kind of a just a cool uh, toy for I'm now. I'm just but. waiting for Box to just break that fucking thing in half. Like I I really wanted to squeeze. That was on the it first thought I had when I saw it. the yeah. thing. I said, yeah. smash this in front of him. <laughs> 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 I mean, I could just go and print another one. It's not like yeah. it's a huge deal. And and how much is this like one the, has sentimental value to you though, Sam? How much is like the filament for something like that? Like, what did that cost to print? Do you suppose? Uh that just. I don't know. If that came with the tester filament and the so I would assume that would be like, you know, a quarter, a quarter maybe to to print. I have no idea. But you can buy you can buy they sell them like 1 kilogram rolls. Yeah. And when you buy them in bulk, you can get them for like 10 bucks. Um you buy them by themselves or around 20 or whatever. Yeah. I'll probably end up just buying a bunch of them in bulk and and having different colors and all that jazz, but yeah, it's not it's not too expensive, but obviously when you print bigger stuff like I want to do a human skull or whatever, and then Cerakote it or you know just for shits and giggles, right. but that's gonna be obviously you know a couple bucks, but it's so, not bad. I wonder how that stuff is to like. Could you print like a, a vertical grip, like an M-lock vertical grip, mm-hmm. and then like laser stipple it? See, I don't know how that works, uh, how the laser stippling works. It, because like that, the inside of that, there's it's not solid on the inside right. obviously. Right. You know, your walls, your outer walls, you can make them thicker. So if you were going to you were going to stipple it, you could, you know, make the outer walls a lot thicker. Right. Um the other way to do it is just what guys normally do is they just make their 3D print have stippling already. They just print it like that. And obviously it's not quite as clean. That's the thing is like your exterior surfaces, they're never, like, smooth, smooth. Right. 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 So, like, I on something like that, I would prefer to, like, sand it down so sure. it feels good in your hand and then laser stipple it. Yeah, after. and I've had the same exact thought, but I don't know. I'll have to figure out. Uh, it'll be interesting to see, to get the settings for that, yeah. you know, for that sort of thing. Yeah. And there's all sorts of different filaments, too. Like, mm-hmm. you know, there's nylon, there's ABS, and some are way stronger than others, and, you right. know. Does but, that is that uh printer capable of like the carbon infused nylon shit? I don't think so. Okay. Like I'll have to do some upgrades on it. You can certainly make them work that way, yeah. but I'll have to do if, do some upgrades on it. Is that carbon infused nylon shit is pretty badass. Yeah. That yeah. stuff is strong as hell. 
I was watching a thing the other day, and they were doing strength tests on some of the filaments, and they were lifting up tractor tires filled with, not filled, but um, with a bunch of weights in them. So it was like, I think PLA, which is what this is, that's mm-hmm. the most common filament. It was it was up like 380 pounds before it snapped. And then they had, um, there was nylon, ABS, and this other one. Nylon did extremely well. It was mm-hmm. up in like 600 pounds. And then the, the last one was like, eight. it made it up to 800 pounds, which is, is basically just a nine you know, a hook. Yeah. I was I was extremely impressed that it, you were able to get that much strength out of it. <clears throat> kind of cool, but yeah. yeah, just different filaments, and I don't know what mine's capable of doing yet. I haven't looked in it too much. There's even like glass-filled nylon, like they do, like fiberglass-filled nylon. That's like what most of like your uh, clamshell, like cordless tools and shit, mm-hmm. like the actual plastic clamshells are all like glass-filled nylon and shit, mm-hmm. or glass-filled ABS maybe. I don't remember, but... Yeah, I'll have to. Either way, I'm gonna start doing some guns and stuff once I get all the all mm. the bugs worked out and kind of figure it out a little bit more. So I'm pretty excited about that. Yeah. But I think we should try and build an FGC nine. It'd be cool. All right, I'm game. Yeah, it's kind of what I got her for. So let's do her. Yeah. Um, yeah, let's uh, let's uh, why don't we tap into the old uh, whiskey of the week? This particular whiskey, uh, it was actually given to me the other day, uh, last week. A customer, I did three guns for him, a couple PMR-30s and a Glock. And he's like, I got some, I got a tip for you. So he brings me this bottle of whiskey, which is Woodford Reserve. It's probably a mid-price, I think he said. Mm-hmm. Then he also brought me an ounce of silver, like a coin, a silver coin, and several several copper coins, and then like 20, uh, a stack of Eisenhower dollars. Huh. Just gave me a bunch of stuff and... Um, man, thank you. You know, I I guess guess he liked me, but uh, he's currently my favorite customer right now. So, <laughs> but um, ooh, that, that was good. I actually um, I'm I'm kind of a this is this is a I think it's a pretty good whiskey. So, look at Box Go in the pouring this week. Damn, I was just thinking. I was like, <laughs> am I gonna fuck up this floor too? <laughs> Just on point. Today. Nope, I got some on the back, on the outside of the bottle. Oh, Damn that's geez. okay. These glass sure. bottles get me every that's time. That's better than pouring it all over the table like last time. And it's all over the table too. <laughs> this one, um, I mean, I think I've had this. Wood Woodford Reserve. What proof is this? Forty-five point two percent. Ninety point four. Sure. Ninety point four proof. I'm actually trying to do more, like get a little bit more. Uh, when I when I smell stuff, you're trying to be gayer about the whiskey taste. No, I'm trying to get some. Like they always say, it's Didn't got like we just talk about it's got like hints of cedar in it or whatever. Rather no. than just the the only thing we ever say about like the the smell of it, it smells like, like whiskey. yep, smells like whiskey because it does. Yeah, but this does have some more. This act, the smell is actually very good. I think. Don't Sam's you guys think? Turn into a whiskey snob. Nah, mm. hints possible. of chicory root. <laughs> yeah, I'm a whiskey snob. When I go out to when mm. I go out to eat, like the other night when we were eating, I just ordered Jack Daniels on the rocks. It's like, yeah, I'm a real whiskey snob. Just give me this, give me some cheap shit. It's, it's just like everything in his life, though. For a month, he's gonna be really enthralled in whiskey. <laughs> you know what I mean? He's gonna like get the stones and the fancy glasses. And I want to get shit. the stones. See what I I'm saying? I haven't got them yet. Here I before long, we're gonna start seeing suggestions on YouTube pop up. 
for whiskey tasting or whiskey yeah. reviews and stuff like yeah. that because Sam's going to be going home and looking looking them up. It is always interesting to go to the life short live for YouTube <laughs> and see what and, Sam's and been look looking at, at the, and look at the yeah the video history. It's pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can definitely see what I'm into. I get yeah. very into things for like yeah, a month. Yeah, it's or like two. a month will be one topic. The next month will be another topic. <laughs> ne- yeah, it's hilarious. Yeah, at least I'm not boring and just like my oh my you own are things. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I should have cleansed my palate first. I like it. It's I'm trying to think of what it smells like now that you talk about it, and it just—it's smooth. It doesn't have too much burn. It's got good flavor. It smells good. I like it. I'm gonna have some more. You got a real problem, son. It is, it is Sunday good. morning. Yep, it is. I don't know. I don't. I don't think Church they're re- drinking an energy drink. Really helps me out with this taste. I go from something nice and flavorful and fruity to yeah. what do you straight think, whiskey. What do you think everybody at church is doing right now, Box? Drinking, drinking wine. wine. <laughs> and here you are judging me for drinking whiskey. Remember, this is the Church Jamie of Freedom. Christmas. You're right. Totally the same thing. This is the Church of Freedom. You know, we drink the blood of Christ at church, but here at the Church of Freedom. You know, the, I kind of like the that. Blood, the blood the of blood freedom. Of America. I kind of like that. You, you said something when you were talking about that. The Freedom Disciples. I think that would yeah. be a good shirt. Yeah. Just a freedom disciple on the front of it. Yeah. How do you guys feel about a freedom disciple shirt? I like it. Design it. Let's do it. Let's do it. What uh what do you guys rate it at? I'm 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 at a four point two seven out of five. I like it. I'm a fan. It's good. I, I might take it back home to drink it. Hmm. I'd give it a four out of five. Hmm. The flavor, the the smell is good, but the flavor isn't very strong. Like it doesn't have like a rich flavor. It's kind of a yeah. It's a more subdued flavor, which is kind of what I like in a whiskey. I don't like a ton of unless the only the only like it to taste like whiskey either. No, this tastes like whiskey. What are you talking about? (laughs) I don't like extreme like yeah overpowering. Everyone Toad brings when he used to bring them, you know tastes like dirt or whatever it's got that really strong flavor to it and those weren't horrible you know i don't it's mind drinking he likes those. Scotch. yeah but i i i like it box what's your uh what's your rating i don't rate things it's okay <sighs> you're such a fun hater <laughs> i don't i give just, it a my number. mind can't work that way okay <laughs> god damn it it doesn't it, <laughs> my mind isn't built that way <laughs> you, i'm weird i know you like it or you don't like it it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> you can't give me five numbers and be like, put one of these numbers on. I'm just f***ed up that way. Uh, actually, like, I'm, no, it's not good enough to be a four. It's actually, I'm giving you infinite numbers. You can go like 2.7849272. You know, hell, no. You could, do, give it a, you could do like three pillows out of four. Banana? I'll give it an F out of nine. Okay. <laughs> Sounds great. Wait, is it an F bad? You tell me. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. It's smooth. I don't know. There's something on <laughs> on a scale of green to nine. I give it an F. <laughs> <laughs> Easy there, Biden. <laughs> I don't, I think my I don't know. My mouth is f-ed up from the from the rain, so yeah. it's not. I'm, it's smooth. There's something on the were back end that I don't really like. But down in Africa, there were rains down in Africa. Mm. We could use. I some miss right those now. rains down in Africa. Yeah, I've never had a rain in Africa. <laughs> Anyways, 
We were talking about freedom disciples just a, just a, a few minutes ago. Uh, that's kind of what the old uh, truckers up in Canada Can- are doing Canada. right now. We just we touched on it last week. So if you want to know the whole situation, go and listen to the previous episode. But I was thinking like back then that it was just going to be a little convoy or whatever, and they get there, and that's what it was. Nope, those fuckers set up camp. They oh, are yeah. still there. Yeah. I seen one dude put a mailbox out in front of his truck. <laughs> says we ain't leaving. Um, and essentially they're just parking all over Ottawa, and, you know, locking up around Parliament and stuff. Yep. And one thing I also mentioned last week was. I didn't think it was going to do anything. Well, I was, I would say that I'm wrong. I think it is making a, an impact. And there was a couple of the provinces in Canada that are getting, you know, starting to roll back their bullshit. So it, it is having a small impact. Um, so good for them. I, I admire their uh, tenacity and uh, the fact that they're, they're not, they're not giving up. And the GoFundMe account that got took down, of course. And then there's another, there was a Christian-based um you were going to say Christian Bale. <laughs> what does he have to do with it? <laughs> <laughs> no, a Christian-based fundraiser. Uh, yeah. I can't remember what it's called. But so get this, a Canada, a, a court in Canada says, oh, no, this, you guys can't, you guys can't do this. And they're like, we're not based in Canada. Screw you. We can, you have, you have <laughs> zero all. jurisdiction on whatever we do. We'll give the money to whoever the fuck we please. Thank you very much. Right. Which I thought was, uh, they didn't quite word it that way because they're a Christian organization, obviously. But I thought that was pretty cool. So um, good for them. It'll be interesting to see how long. I see it's also uh, the freedom aspect of it is also spreading to Australia. They uh, had a boatload of people out. They had a big protest out in front of their parliament buildings mm-hmm. as well. well. They've been pretty they much didn't... protesting for months though, haven't they? Yeah, but it's it's really ramping up. They're tired of their shit too. People are starting to understand. Right. I think I think you know we talk about people not understanding until it's too late, but I think it's we're we may be getting proven wrong on that because people are really starting to get pissed. Understand, yeah, that yeah. hey, this ain't this you don't get to run our lives right you know right and i think we're human beings we get to choose you know aspect we get to make decisions about our lives you don't get to just decide everything for us right and it's in, it'll be interesting to see in the next few months how um you know the american uh, mandates and stuff are rolled back cuz midterms are coming up yep and the polling is not looking good for the party in power uh, currently. So yeah. I bet they're going to start rolling back. Speaking of polling, Fox, you mentioned this to me a little bit ago. Uh, Beto, uh, Beto. Speaking of riding polls. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, uh, did you see that Beto changed his, to- changed his tone on oh, the old yeah. Second he's, Amendment? He's running for governor in Texas. He's yeah. a Second Amendment supporter now. Oh. Yeah. I don't want to take anybody's AR-15. <laughs> You need to make a video. Find him. He's saying, hell yeah, we're going to take your AR-15 and AK-47. And this was like, this was not that long ago. That was 2020. Yeah, You know, man. and now he's like, no, we don't want to take any. The Second Amendment is important. We need to we need to keep those guns in your hand. It's like, <laughs> boy, the power of polling. You're going yeah. down like a sinking ship. Huh. Boy, that's not working for me. Like, it's not unheard of for people's views to change over time. But this was... 
yeah. from last election. Yeah, two years. Two ago. years later, yeah. this election, and I was like, nah. Yeah, and to, total, go, and totally to go from out. and to go from one extreme, right, to the other. You know, it's like no. Yeah. Sir, we see through your bullshit. And I wonder, <laughs> like, you got, you really got to wonder, like, what he truly believes, or if he believes anything. I don't think there's anything going on. You see, the engine's running, but nobody's behind the wheel. There is nothing going on upstairs. There, he's like, well, everybody hates me because I'm anti-gun. They'll vote for me if I tell them I'm not anti-gun. Right. So, did he ever really believe that? Gun control was the answer, or was he just spewing that bullshit because he thought it would get him elected? Exactly. Which that. is, I'll bet he, I'll bet he actually believed it. Probably. But he, yeah, he's just your another run of the fuck, run of the mill politician that'll say whatever they want, whatever, yeah, yeah whatever a, gets them. Gotta elected. please the people. Well, you don't gotta please the people. You just gotta get the people to vote for you. Yeah. Pretty much. That's yeah. really all they say care you're, about. Say you're going to please the people, right. rather. Every two years, spew some absolute bullshit and, you know, yep. call it good. And not and never really give any plans for doing it. Just right. be like, well, I'm going to do this. Yeah. Like Me and Moody had this conversation the other day. Just Biden said something about he wants to reduce cancer deaths or whatever in the next 20 years by 50%. But over, like, the last 15 years, they've already dropped... <laughs> Yeah, like he's just he's just lot. looking at the numbers, and it's, and it's just a totally made up fucking goal. Like he's gonna be out of office in another couple years. Yep, and, and then he's not gonna have anything to do with it over the next twenty five oh, years. Man, yeah, and then he'll he's, be like, look, look what I did. See, right? No, he'll be dead. He's just well, it's just the Democrats taking. They're gonna be like, we're responsible for right. reducing cancer. Do you guys yeah. think that cancer has been cured? No. You don't think that it's been cured and they're just hiding the, the cure from us? Oh, that has has a cure for cancer been developed? Right. Probably. I find it almost impossible to believe that it, there hasn't been. Yeah. Well, there's lots of different kinds of cancers. So. Yeah, there are. Right, but at least some. But, I mean, obviously pharma- the pharmaceutical industry is going to make a hell of a lot more money treating it than they are curing it. Well, they don't well want- that's, that's part of it. Yeah. If they had a cure, they would sell the absolute f- out of it. Yeah, but then they could only... People I mean, it's get, not like people get one also, treatment and it's cured. The thing is, they also make a shitload of money selling chemotherapy. And, That's true. Yeah. Yeah. It's, dude, it's, yeah. They don't want to cure, like, they, they want to have just enough. To, they don't have patients. They have customers. Mm-hmm. And they want yeah. to keep those customers. Yeah. If you keep people sick, they continue to pay you. Yeah. I, I the more I think about it, the more I refuse to believe that it, it hasn't been. Yeah. It hasn't so, been cured. I got a. Uh, I have a question. And I don't know if this relates to any of this, but you know, we talk about how people want to say they did this, and you know, oh, we helped cure cancer and all that shit, and we all know that. Like, I don't know. I guess this just kind of popped into my head. We, George Soros obviously spends a lot of money trying to get. Um, like district attorneys and um, other people in power, right? Like he'll spend a metric ass yep. load of money on elections yep. for people. Yep. And when he dies, because, I mean, he is old. Yeah. He's, what, in his 80s, I think? At least, yeah. Um, Do you think that goes away? No, or he's got he a son. Or does he have a whole team of people that are going to continue that? His son, yeah, but... 
is his son as evil minded as he is? Does he know? I would bet you that he's got it set up in such a way, a foundation or something, uh, you know, a company that's just going to continue on what he wants. I would bet, but I, yeah, I don't think it's just him. Well, I don't think it's, it's not just only him, him running things. Right. So I don't of course think there's it's a bunch of other people either. that are continuing. Right. But when he ceases to give directions to all these people, I mean, yes, at first they're going to continue the cycle, right? But after. 10 years do people kind of start to stray on how they think what you know perceive what he would have done i'm sure that that's kind of how it goes with anything i think you know it just kind of dissipates right because they kind of start to well he would have done this no he wouldn't okay so we're going to take this money and do this because we thought he would have done this but we're going to take you know and then it just kind of trickles out and well yeah, but I think I think even if that does happen, that somebody else, you know, totally unrelated, will you know pick up the torch and and continue on that because there's always going to be, um, what would you call him? There's always going to be villains, I guess. Yeah. Um, and, and it's interesting. Speaking of George Soros, it doesn't isn't he technically a Jew? I have no idea. I believe he's of Jewish descent, but back in during World War II, he was he helped the Nazis, like he was squealing on all, all his, you know, Jewish friends and, and, and going Uh and yeah, he's a, he's a complete pile of shit dung. Yes. He's just a worthless individual, but I don't know how he got so much money. I don't know how that all worked. I should, I should look into him a little bit more because I'm not as educated as I should be on that. On that? On uh, him. On him. him. Yeah. That was, that wasn't a joke. Yeah. Huh? Never mind. You said you're not very educated, and I. That's... Oh. <laughs> no, I'm. I'm not educated on much. <laughs> I like whiskey and talking about stuff I don't know about. Uh, speaking of talking about stuff I don't know about, I don't know much about this, Johnson. What about the Washington Mag Band that you were talking about? Yeah, so they have uh, the Washington Senate introduced a bill to limit magazines that have a capacity of over 12 rounds and then they discussed it and all that and then they amended you know we got oh big news there's an amendment in the washington magazine ban it's now 10 rounds we're gonna mm-hmm. go the way of new york and 12's too many 12's too many we're mm-hmm. going with 10 um so they discussed this whole thing and basically it's you can't produce purchase or own is it possession you can't possess them mm-hmm. um but Good there luck. is but there is a grandfather clause any lawful oh. owners of it's just like california if you bought them during a certain time period they're legal to have based on the time you know the date so code of, pointless yeah based on the date codes of whatever you know um of the parts but uh yeah and it passed the senate so now if it passes the house it'll go into law so um, they, they do have, you know, it's got the typical wording, any magazine or ammunition feeding devices or parts or combination of parts that can be readily converted to be a, mm-hmm. you know, they've got all the regular mumbo jumbo in there. Right. Um, and it did pass the Senate and if it passed the house, it goes into law. Um, but I, I'm interested to see some of the discussion that happens because they were basically talking about all these 
the mass shootings, right? In the last 10 years, the mass shootings and how sure. they're, they you always... know, they all use high capacity magazines. Standard well, capacity. Standard okay. capacity. <laughs> and it's like, that's the thing is it's not only rifles, but they're talking semi-automatic pistols, everything. Right. So it's like a Glock 19, the most popular firearm sold in the last how many years has a standard capacity of 15 rounds. Right. And that is no longer legal there. That just doesn't, it's mind blowing to me. And they, they talk about, you know, that when anytime things like this come up, they always want to talk about the numbers, the numbers, the numbers, you know, how many people were killed in mass shootings and how many people died from gun violence, of course. their, their quote yeah. unquote gun violence, you know, yeah. um, and all this stuff. And, I I want to do I would like to hear or do some research and find out what how many people died from firearms in the state of Washington in 2020, right? And then because there's always there's always this clause, there's always this part of these bills that don't include police officers or you know, and what got me thinking about this was um there's a lot of these companies who will sell things to LE only, right? Mm-hmm. Or right. law enforcement or military only. Mm-hmm. But then there's you also have the flip side of companies who, hey, if the civilians can't own it, we won't sell it to law enforcement. We won't sell to law enforcement in that state, like right. Connecticut, right? So Connecticut, yep. if, if a law enforcement agency wants to order this thing from said company, they're like, no, your civilians can't own it. We're not going to sell it to you. Right? right. So I got to thinking about this and I was like, okay, so how many people died from guns, you know, in 2020 in the state of Washington? And then how many of those were shot by police? Because I bet it's a percentage that says that probably if you want to really slow it down, your numbers that you always want to follow, you always want to look at the numbers. I would say that probably the police should be the ones without the high, your quote unquote high capacity magazines. Because you're saying they do the majority. They probably do the majority. You know, they probably have a good percentage of the firearm deaths in the state. You know, I would tend to agree. I would tend to agree. I don't know. That sounds like a lot. I don't know if it's a majority. I would bet it's not that many. What do you mean? What's not that many? The officer involved shootings in Washington. Yeah, you would I'm, you would bet that it's less than the just civilian shootings. Oh yeah, I don't know. I can't imagine Washington like Iowa doesn't have a real high crime or right. gun death um, uh, rate yeah. n- at all. I mean it's it's pretty low, and I can't imagine. I mean Washington has a you know some bigger cities, but. Yeah, I don't know. It'd be interesting to see what the statistics, yes, are. <laughs> but uh, I would, I would tend to agree. I think, I think, frankly, I think anything that's saying, well, it's okay for the police to have this. But so, what are you saying the police need it for? That it is a personal defense tool and it is handy, and that somebody right. needs it for needs that's, it for self defense. That's the thing. That's the thing that gets me is like, well, the police can have it because they need to, you know, they need it's for protection. You got to have that many rounds for protection, but you guys don't. Right. And this is also coming from a state who wants to remove police funding. Right. So it's like I I don't understand. Well, it, it's all nonsense. The the line of reasoning absolutely doesn't make any sense and they don't care. 
you know, they know it doesn't make any sense, but they're pushing a, a, a you know, a motive and they, an agenda and they, they don't give a shit if it makes any sense. Right. I suppose. Uh, but I, 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 I would, I would say you're probably right. This says there was 1,055 people shot and killed by police nationwide last year. That's nationwide. So, yeah. Well, yeah, but that Washington is one of 50 states, so they might have a pretty small. So even if they had a hundred, right. If they had a lower percentage than everybody else, they might have a hundred, right? But how many gun deaths were there in? Yeah, it's something we should Washington. look into. You know, I just i i always i always hear the discussion of police can have it, but you guys can't, and that just it's like I don't know. And 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 part of that is they say, well, they're 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 more trained. No. No, there's a lot of civilians that are much more highly trained. Right. Um, And there's a lot of police that don't care about doing much training and being proficient in in their, their, you know, the tools that they have. Because... I mean, uh, realistically, that's not a large percentage of their job. No, no, it's not. And so a lot of them don't feel the need to. And there's a lot of them that, that, you know, I, I guess I don't know the percentage... But I would assume there's a lot of them that are never involved in a in a mm-hmm. you know in an instance where they have to draw their gun and actually fire and right. use it you know yeah but yeah I I think just the the blanket statement that yep the cops need it and civilians don't is is complete and utter hogwash and frankly that flies in the face of everything America was founded on anyways one of the founders of America says tyranny is when the government is allowed to have something and the people are not well that's exactly what the where mm-hmm. we're at, you know, yeah. right now. Well, and and the other thing is that all these magazine bands, every time one of these magazine bands gets discussed, they always talk about, you know, lowering mass shootings and lowering homicide right. rates, and that never happens. That's there's no, there is no effect on violent crime when you lower a magazine capacity. You know, when you limit a magazine capacity. Well, and and one of the greatest, one of the the worst. But to your point, box, I would say probably knowing that there's eleven hundred officer involved, you know, fatal officer involved shootings in the nation. Yeah, it's probably not a majority in that state. I would say you're probably right, but I just, you know, it's something to think about that we always want to look at how many people are killed but it's like you want to give it to the police but not people and how many people would still be alive if they had their you know well just running real quick numbers he said just over a thousand um there's something like thirty thousand gun deaths but if you take suicides out of that it's down around ten thousand so that's a tenth of the percentage ten percent nationwide yeah so you would i mean that's got to average out per state about right right uh, so it'd probably be about ten percent. To your point, to your point a little bit ago, you said that it has no effects on mass shootings, and it absolutely does not. Virginia Tech for a long time was one of the worst mass shootings in the history of the U.S. It still is, obviously. It was might be still the worst school shooting. And guess what? That was was done with pistols. Uh, one of them was a ten round magazine, I believe. Yeah. So it doesn't. And this is something that I want to do too. I want to run through a course with a ten round magazine, and with a thirty round magazine. And see if it makes like time wise how much difference it it actually makes because I bet it is minuscule to none. I've seen tests done on yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, and in, in the course of say a thirty minute active shooter situation, 
how how much effect does whether they have a ten round magazine or a thirty round magazine when you're in a place full of unarmed people? Yeah. Does it matter how fast you can reload? No. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like And a lot of the and a lot of the time he's not just like spraying and praying the entire time. And you mind know? you, this you know, he's is walking and And mind you, this is all assuming that, you know, he's trying to follow the law while carrying out this shooting. Well, yeah, of course, you know. If it was in New York a while ago, they'd only put seven rounds in their 10-round magazine, you know, just because Jesus. criminals follow the law. Speaking yeah. of ridiculous laws, have you guys heard about this juggernaut tactical deal going on in California? Now, this was a pretty interesting uh, aspect. Before SHOT Show, actually a couple months before, we started hearing about this new, they call it a featureless rifle in California. Now, obviously, if you're not, if you're not aware, California has a, a assault weapons ban, and there's certain features that make an, a... a "Quote unquote assault weapon." Um, so you can't have a pistol grip, or, you know, a flash hider, but you can have a muzzle brake, which fucking figure. Actually, a muzzle brake it, it makes the gun more controllable as opposed to a flash hider, but you know, whatever <laughs> makes no sense. Um, and you can there's a couple ways you can go about this. You can have a few of those features if you make it a break action. So to reload, you have to open the gun. Mm-hmm. Then you can release the magazine and 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 put in a new magazine while it's broken open, and then reattach or it together. Or if it has a fixed magazine. Sure. Otherwise, because there was, I think, wasn't there some where you had to, basically, they were making it reload from stripper clips from the top. It had a fixed ten round magazine, and you would open it and yeah, there was some feed a stripper ram it in, in through the ejection port. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, there was a feeding device through oh, the ejection port. Sweet. Ram it through the back end. Ram it in the rear. Ram it in the rear. Yeah. Ram it in the exit. <laughs> Otherwise, if you want to have a removable magazine, it's got to be 10 or less rounds, and then you have to have a featureless gun, which you can't have a pistol grip, uh, a movable stock, or the pistol grip. That's what you see, that fin thing going yeah. on. And the reason for that is their definition, California's definition of a pistol grip is a grip that... You can wrap your thumb around. That or the webbing of the hand can sit below the exposed portion of the trigger. Yeah. So what Juggernaut Tactical did was they're like, okay, well, let's just lower the exposed portion of the trigger. So that would mean that you webbing is actually the webbing of your hand is technically above it. Yeah. So according to the, the letter of the law, that was uh, the the correct interpretation of it. Yeah. So they were they were basically just limiting the opening, right? Right. Limiting the opening on yep. the exposed portion of the trigger. So just making this hole smaller. Yep. So that the webbing of your hand is basically a certain amount above that exposed portion here. Mm-hmm. And so, and and if you're still confused on the aspect, I'll I'll link uh in the description. I'll link um Reno May's uh Reno May his YouTube channel. He's in California. He does a very good job of explaining all these things. And he actually, this is where I saw this this latest. The uh, latest turn in the case, um, the DA of California now has sent a cease and desist to Juggernaut Tactical, uh, informing them that those were in fact not featureless rifles, and the rifles that they are selling, not just the lowers, the entire rifles they are selling are illegal in the state of California. Now, mind you, I didn't see anywhere in the article where it said why. Because according to the definition of the law, the li- the letter of the law, they're not. Well, the state will never tell you why. They right. never tell you why. Sorry, sir, that's just the rules. Yep. Yeah, and that's what that's what irritated me. Like I could understand, and it wouldn't piss me off so bad 
if they explain in the law why, or at least came up with some bullshit like reason, at least try. But all they said was these are illegal, cease and desist immediately, get them back from whoever you sold them to, yada, yada, yada. Because they were taking pre-orders, and I believe they were delivering on them already. Um, But the state didn't give them a reason, just says we're saying that they're illegal, even though that's, well, this is America. You can't just, the district attorney has no power to to make hey, laws. This is America, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it just grinds my gears. It grinds my gears when they, they pull this absolute bullshit like this. So it'll be interesting to see. And Juggernaut Tactical, they, they there's, if you are curious about this, go on their website and they have in-depth reasoning of why their lowers are legal. They've had, they talk to, you know, lawyers, they have lawyers on their team. That's not, this is not something they just wandered into willy nilly and said, yeah, you know, they weren't we're just some random mom and pop CNC shop and said, Oh, let's just build these things. The, yeah. They haven't you been know. in business for a while and they were making like, those are the ones that you see, uh, protruding, like instead of the pistol grip straight, straight down the ARs, they like protrude off the back as more of a, so you, you lay yeah. your hand on a rifle more like a traditional rifle stock. Yeah. Um, and those have been in the, the DOJ has been aware of those for years. You know, yeah. those have been a thing and they didn't address that particular thing in the, in the letter. So if they are not addressing that, then they're basically acknowledging that a pistol grip like that, because your webbing is above, yep. they're is acknowledging that that is legal, but somehow this other way is not legal. That's exactly the same bullshit as the ATF is pulling with the FRT 15s when they're, they, they approved, you know, the, the first force reset trigger back in 11 or 12, but then, you know, there's improved technology and they get it to fire faster and they're saying, oh, no, that's not OK. Well, well you just approved it. You just <laughs> it's the the biggest the thing that I always come back to in all of this bullshit is that. They just assume that everyone is going to follow the law. Uh-huh. Yeah. And it's that's the that's the part that just kills me Yeah, is it's like, let's just make it illegal to shoot anybody with guns. Well, we did that. But people are still doing it. So more regulations will help. Right. No, it's just going to make it. It's just you're just going to make more criminals. That's all you're doing is making more criminals. The more rules, regulations, laws that you make, you're just making more criminals. That's all you're doing. You are not preventing anything. All you're doing is making more criminals. Yep. Absolutely. Uh, So it'll be interesting to see how this plays out because there are cases actually in the U.S. Supreme Court that that have already been heard. And once those are decided, they do, they will have a massive impact on California's assault weapon ban Mm -hmm. and whether that's even held up at all. Um, but I'm curious to see too, whether juggernaut tactical says, you know, you and, and counter and sues the California DOJ. Um, I hope, I really hope they do because the more, you know, stuff like that happens, a rare breed juggernaut, you know, the more stuff that happens and people win, Mm-hmm. the better it's going to be for everybody. So yep. um, I hope that is what happens and I'll keep, I just a, want I'll to get back to a point. Case. I just want the country to get back to a point where I can open a Sears catalog, which I get it. Sears isn't a thing, but I want to be able to open a catalog and call the phone number and have a Thompson machine gun delivered to my door. I hear you. I hear you. That would be maybe the, we should bring that, bring that idea to the board at Sears. <laughs> mm. <laughs> like, you guys have been failing because you stopped doing this. Well, Sons they're of bitches. Uh, dissolved. They are no longer a company. So. They're still there's still Sears stores, man. Mm-mm. Bullshit. There's one in Spencer. Really? Yes. 
In fact, they just in in fact they just moved to a larger building. What? Sears got dissolved. They filed for bankruptcy and dissolved. Well, I think they filed for bankruptcy, but that that doesn't necessarily mean they dissolved. I don't know. I thought they did because they sold all the rights to Craftsman Tools to a bunch of different places. Who has those now? Home Depot or Lowe's? Lowe's and a couple other places. I don't know. I, I guess I don't know either way. I. I didn't think think, think huh. Sears was a thing anymore. Yeah, either, I thought they I thought they completely dissolved the company. About like Kmart, I don't think there's any Kmart's that still right. exist. Well, I take that back because Blockbuster did the same thing, but block there's still one Blockbuster. Uh, was open it in the Oregon country. or Washington no, or something I, like that? I, I think it's, it's in the, the first Blockbuster. I think is it that's still around? I tell you what, I for miss. some reason I thought it was in like the Northeast. I thought it was in the Northwest. Maybe Pacific right, Northwest. That's what I was thinking too. One of could us be. is right. Yep. <laughs> Not necessarily. It yeah, could be it in could the be south. In f- Missouri. <laughs> <laughs> f- <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The, I do miss that though. Like that was a good date. Like you go out with the, you know, Oregon. go to let's go to Blockbuster and and find a couple movies to rent. You know, uh, good times. Now oh, you yeah, just sit what on a your... good date. You never even watch the fucking movies. Uh, well, that's all right. <laughs> <laughs> now you just sit on your couch. You don't have to leave the house anymore. It's like that's better. Uh, there's yeah. no there's no fiddle fucking around. You can be like, oh, what movie do you want to watch? Okay, you want to go have sex? <laughs> okay. It's in Oregon. Is it? Mm-hmm. I thought so. Bend, thought Oregon. So. For some reason, I was thinking like Connecticut or Rhode Island or some shit. Yeah. Uh, um, Box, you were talking about some of... What's this Context Matters uh, deal that you were talking about? Well, that's um, what I put in there. I'm not sure how, how it's going to be specifically about context <laughs> well, let's hear I just, it. Anyways, there was this NFL player. He tweeted out something, I think, or he was doing a question answering thing on Twitter. Anybody could ask him questions, I think, and about who, what three people that he could meet throughout history. And one of them was he mentioned Hitler, which people didn't really take too kindly to that. No, yeah. it kind of went kind of went away rather quickly. I think. I think it was probably just ESPN doing their. Yeah. ESPN yep. things, lefty shit, <laughs> yep. trying to stir tr- trouble up. I didn't right. really see too much of it, but there was people, and they're like, "There is no context in which it, that that would make saying something like this okay." Not this. This was a black guy saying saying mm-hmm. this, not just some white dude. They're like, "Yeah, I want to go eat with Hitler and pick his brain and learn how to kill a bunch of Jews." That's right. that wasn't what this was about, and that that bothers me. What bothers me about this? I don't know where I was getting confused with the t- context thing. Everything is said in so few words that anymore that nobody really gives that they immediately jump to a conclusion. They mm-hmm. don't care about context. They don't care about your reasoning. Yeah. Did anybody ask him why? Eventually, after there was backlash about it, yeah, yeah he came know. out and he's like, yeah, because I think he was a great military mind, obviously, and I think it would be interesting to hear his thoughts on this shit because look at how many like documentaries and stuff there are about their shows about serial killers and stuff like that why is it okay to watch shows in, about that because those are interesting right. why would it not be interesting to hear about hitler's totally fucked up mind right. like that damaged minds are intriguing and it's how we learn about the human all psyche. this shit yeah, that's... but people are like no there's no no possible reason anyone could ever want to have have dinner with Hitler and glorify that that murderous bastard. And 
What? Yeah. Actually, I think that's, I never thought about it, but that would be a very enlightening conversation with them. Like there's a lot you could learn about the human psyche and why, and hate and all of that nonsense. Like why wouldn't you? Well, and that's the thing is I don't think he, obviously he didn't think of himself as a villain. He didn't think of himself as an evil person. You know, in his mind, he probably thought he was doing, you know, he was doing what he thought was right for the world. And that's probably true of most people that we look back at history and say are evil people, right? I mean, that's just like, you remember when we did the quotes from either good guys or bad guys? And it's hard to tell the difference. Yeah. Because in their brain, whether their brain is f***ed or not, in their brain, they think they're doing a righteous thing. They think they're doing the right thing. They think they're trying to better the world for the most part. I mean, obviously, there are people who have malicious intent to do things, but... I I understand, like you said, with the context thing, there's, you know, people are just immediately outraged, but they don't put any thought into it. Like, you know, why why would he say that? I wonder why he would want to have dinner with Hitler. That's an odd thing to say. Well, that's it. You know, and it's just like you could learn so much from talking to these people in history and understanding what their thought process was. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, coming back to the the context thing you were talking about, it's hard to tell between the the, the villains and the and good people with yeah. the quotes. Coming back to context, yeah, you expand like some of these quotes from awful, murderous people. Yeah, they sound pretty good, but you expand it out a little bit and see actually Get what the f- you're, they were talking about. You're like, ooh, <laughs> maybe that wasn't so good after all. And it's right. the same way the other way around. Right. Yeah. So context can be huge you know context means everything as far as understanding a point that someone is trying to get across and i yeah it can make all the difference in the world on how you perceive something right that's just kind of like you ever see the picture just like the old cartoon picture of where it looks like it's a dude stabbing somebody Mm -hmm. but then they show you the whole picture and it's actually a dude running away right it's his foot that looks like a knife or whatever yeah yeah so it's like context changes everything. Well, and the other thing is like they just want to completely erase what actually erase history. Like it's that's not something Hitler is not something that we should forget. Like right. the, the reasons why he did it, how he did it, we should study that and we should know it because there's frankly there's a lot of 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 similarities um between the things that they were pushing and the things that they did to the shit that's happening now in the world, like demonizing a certain group of people. I'm not going to get into that, but you can see it happening. Like this, this, this group is horrible. Let's blame everything on them. Well, what do you think? How do you think they convinced the rest of the world that the Jews were horrible people? They start, they, they didn't tell them overnight. Hey, you know, these people are problem. They slow are a problem. They slowly, you know, convinced mm-hmm. them that they were an issue. And you see that shit happening now, whether it's just a group of people or a, a political mindset or, or anything. Um, so I think erasing history, I don't think I know erasing history is a, a fucking moronic, um, yeah, thing to do because I mean, everybody says it all the time. You know, if you're, if you forget history, you're doomed to repeat it. Well, <laughs> That's history. Actively trying to erase it so we can repeat it at this point. But that's just human nature. Like, if you look through history, they go in cycles. Like, Mm -hmm. every 
history is the same throughout all of history. It just goes in cycles and the same things keep happening and keep happening because humans are stupid. That's just humans are stupid. They have evil tendencies. Some, you know, that's just, that's just life. It It is what it is, but we shouldn't forget those. We should, mm-hmm. we should, uh, be reminded of those constantly so we don't repeat them. And also, if you want to jump to conclusions when you hear somebody say something or read something online, maybe try and ask for a little context instead of immediately coming to a conclusion about what they meant. Right. Or know? or a lot of times, and I'm even guilty of or it just myself. just weird, you know, this crazy idea. Sorry, but this is just a wild idea. Be open-minded to other people's opinions. Wild, I know. That's kind nope. of a... <laughs> Outrage culture. Right. Well, another thing it was a lot of us are guilty of, myself included, is too, is you see somebody's um, opinion on one subject, mm-hmm. so you automatically assume their opinion on every subject. You know, you yep. say they're, you know, say this person is, uh, they voted for Biden, so you automatically think that they hate guns. They love abortion. They're they're you know anti religion and all this stuff. And yeah. that doesn't doesn't necessarily mean right. mean those things. Like I got I got some neighbors who I'm older folks that I'm I'm turning into very good friends with. You know, and I, I they had a, a Biden sign out in their yard, but that's because they're you know the Democrats of old. Mm-hmm. You know those that that was completely different from what they are now, you know, their, their, their reasoning for voting Democrat was, well, this is just what we've always done. I, I assume we haven't had a conversation about it. And frankly, there's no need to, yeah. uh, it doesn't matter. Um, because I know they're good people and it doesn't, you know, yeah. <laughs> we, and I'm just as guilty as everybody, you know, we, and, you, and that's, and that's something too, is like, that's, that goes for voting as well. A lot of people are, you know, vote based on one, aspect yeah is this person pro-gun or anti-gun that's who i'm voting for or who i'm not voting for i think a lot of people are one issue voters anymore and it's like well yeah they might be pro-gun like you know for us oh they might be pro-gun but they're if you actually do any research into what else they're into they're anti-freedom yeah it's like i don't people people don't want to do any research they like you said they just want to make an assumption about everything about them you know well i heard their opinion on one thing so i know exactly who they are and what they think about everything now right it's like no right (laughs) and it's easy to do and i think we're i think um there's a reason we're becoming that way is because the media wants us to think that way. They well, want yeah, They want to divide us into groups. Yeah. They want to divide us into left versus right. They want the left to think that the right is a bunch well, of uh, gun-toting freaking rednecks, and they want the left, the right to think the left is a bunch of freaking... And once they get us divided into that, they're going to start dividing even further because the smaller oh, they already groups are, can be absolutely. conquered easier. You yep, know? they already are, absolutely. Yeah, I would agree. Yeah. Um, but um, before we get too off topic on that, uh, that... Um, uh, thing box was talking about having dinner with Hitler. That's an intriguing, uh, intriguing idea to me. What? Who's who's one or two people in history that you or even even alive now? It w- doesn't matter that you would love to have. You would love to sit down and, and pick their brain, have a have a dinner with, or something like that. Can you guys uh, think of anybody right off the top of your head? I I got a pretty idea, good idea of who I would 
who I would use. What if I wasn't done talking about the previous subject? Were were you? <laughs> Not really. You guys kind of took it and ran and oh. started bitching about erasing history and stuff. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm sorry. You have if you have more to say, let's absolutely jump back to that. You know me. I'm pretty terrible host yes yes <laughs> everybody knows this. this is no surprise to anybody well one of the things i wanted to touch on about it is we have i don't know if the viewers know this but we have some differing views on like youtube shorts and instagram reels and stuff where you guys want to use that and i kind of hate that whereas this and i was bitching about context matters that's a big reason i hate that in the slack thing i wrote along with this is the dumbing down of society and fast food society and stuff. And that's kind of why I hate it because it's people's attention spans are just going out the window. If they can't see that information in 10, 15, 20 seconds, they're done. It's just all they care about is the headline and that's it. And that's kind of what I feel like that's what it's the YouTube shorts and Instagram reels and all that and TikToks and stuff is kind of grooming people for is to just turn them into even lower information people than there possibly is. So they're even less interested in long form comment and content and becoming interested in the, in the, in the actual grand scope of things, the the greater context of it. And that's, that bothers me. I don't like contributing to that so much. I mean, I struggle with it. I mean, I do, but I don't. And it's, I don't know. That's, that's a big reason why I don't like TikTok and YouTube shorts Mm-hmm. and shit like that. I want to know the rest of the story. I don't care about the fucking who. Attention grabbing. That was funny. And then scroll on and then you go on to parrot that same fucking bullshit that you didn't even understand in the first place. That you, you saw 30 seconds and you'd form your decision about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's ex- exactly what it is. That's why they're becoming more popular. I I absolutely agree. Yep. Um. I I I definitely I understand where you're coming from there. Like I, people are getting, for lack of a better term, dumber because they can't have the they don't have the attention span or the want to search for more information. Right. I guess I think there's I think there's there's probably those that are the tick the, the complete TikTok. Um, audience that that you know that's all that content is the nice thing about youtube is it's it has both like so when i'm feeling when i'm you know just want some mindless entertainment for a few minutes scroll through them or whatever but i personally still spend a lot of uh, time on on full full length videos because i'm more interested in in learning using tiktok for educate or excuse me youtube for educational purposes i look stuff up constantly figuring out how to do stuff Mm -hmm. and stuff and things like that so I think there's still two groups of people, um, you know, the people that just want that TikTok type stuff, um, and then the people that just use it for a little bit of entertainment. But I see what you're saying, Box, and I com- I wholeheartedly agree that uh, society is becoming stupid and less uh, have very low attention spans. Do Absolutely. you think? Do you think you could use the short format content to pull people into longer form content? That like that's how I would like to like it to be used yeah if it could be done that way great but i, I don't know because it's i don't know i struggle with the whole because that's because that's the thing is like with youtube shorts and like what we would use youtube shorts for right is like you're basically pulling in pulling a segment of the of the podcast here right and and you're going to display a, a short segment of 
or a piece of one of our segments, right? Because we tend to talk on our segments for 20 minutes at a time, 20, 30 mm-hmm. minutes, right? So if we pull a segment of that and if you want to learn more, check out the full episode here, mm-hmm. right? And that, I mean, that's kind of how you use that to yeah. get them interested in more long-term content. Like, yeah. I get that, but... Yeah, I I mean I understand the the distaste for you, like TikTok and Reels and all that stuff because it is just basically making people sit at their phone and drool, you know, just yeah, and it's Wally. and it just it's providing more and more content that's even lower quality because now yeah. anybody fucking picks up their phone and makes it make a quick TikTok that's total fucking garbage. Yep. Anybody can do it, and it can get millions of views for for nothing, and it can be completely wrong about absolutely everything. Right. Yeah. Did you see the latest one Box posted? He actually made a YouTube short, Johnson. Mm-hmm. And there, did you see the comment on it? And, and what it was? Did you, you see my response? Oh, that was <laughs> you. Uh, I think it was Sam. No, I didn't respond. But there was. So if you don't know what we're Fucking talking about, idiot. we made a we made just a short one. And go to our YouTube channel and you can check it out. What a dipshit um, that But guy it's was. me. We made this a couple years ago, and he remastered it for for shorts or whatever. But it's me walking out to the range, like, oh, I got two thousand dollars worth of Glock upgrades. You know, let's let's see how this does. And I take a stupid stance and I fire at the target like thirty times, and it just shows the target blowing in the breeze. There's no, I miss every single time. Yeah. And then I goes back to me and I say, nail it. Basically portraying the point that you can buy all the Gucciest gear you want and it doesn't make you worth a f***. And that that was kind of the point we're trying to portray with that whole video, right? Yeah. And this... <laughs> 100, he just had to reiterate. He didn't understand that it was a joke. He was like, you yeah. didn't even hit the target once. Take that $2,000 stuff back or whatever. Yeah, or $2, and he was like, wasn't it, was, enough. it was the breeze blowing the plate back right? and forth. Do you yeah, think no that's shit. the point? I said you realized the entire video was sarcasm, right? Do you think we maybe he was being Fuck. sarcastic and we missed it? Is our sarcasm meter broken? No, no, it's possible, but he's just not very highly good at unlikely. sarcasm. Apparently, yeah, highly <laughs> unlikely. I laughed pretty hard. I am hard a master in sarcasm, and that guy had none. <laughs> that's, well, I don't know. That's a lot of people's defense, though. When they're like, oh. Yeah, I, I guess could, I'm being I, totally I, retarded being about this. Sarcastic. I was totally joking, man. Yeah. <laughs> no, there's no way to defend that comment, though. I, that was just... I, I laughed pretty Get hard Get your money back. <laughs> you're an idiot. Oh, if you're stuff. watching right now, you're an idiot. <laughs> well, that's the kind of that's the kind of viewers you get on, on YouTube yeah. shorts, Box. Just, yeah. See? <laughs> Proves my fucking point. <laughs> the dumbing down of society. Yeah. Uh yeah, yeah. Speaking of dummies. Shut up, boomer. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I wanted to comment, <laughs> but I refrained. So Box, do you have any any uh any last thoughts on that or No, we've been talking about this for way too long now. <laughs> okay. Well back to my previous point. Back to my previous uh question. Wh- who's a who's a one or two people in history or alive now that you would like to Hitler, have? Mussolini, Genghis Khan. Huh. Wow, aggressive. <laughs> what about Stalin? Oh, all right. And they throw him in there too. I'm gonna be Napoleon? a double, double date with Hitler and Stalin. Dude, I bet you I would I would bet you if you had dinner Benito with each Mussolini. one of those, that'd be one of the most fascinating dinners that you ever had. Because oh, are they those totally fing brainwash you mind wanting to murder people? No, I right. doubt it. But those <laughs> that's a possibility. Oh, this backfired. But Fuck. those those people didn't get to be where they are because they weren't Smart, like yeah. likable they were extremely likable uh intelligent 
yeah. well, great semi intelligent. Yeah, yeah. That's so. I would bet you that they would be fascinating to have dinner with. But well, and that's kind of the thing. Like that's how Hitler got so popular and so likable. Is he came in basically as the as the working man, right? Like right. So he came in and booming economy and let's get everybody. Everybody's got a job and we're all making good money and our economy's doing great. Hey, we're going to kill a bunch of people. <laughs> <laughs> like, wait a minute. What? You know, but that gets people to like you. Right. And that's kind of the thing is you so, yeah. become a great leader by getting as many people to support you as possible. And that's basically he made himself super likable by, really increasing the value of the country and then took all that support and turned it for his own reasons. I don't know how he'd be like, well, all his speeches he seems, I've seen, he Doesn't seems he seem so angry. angry. But that's just the German. That's just the German. He's probably saying like super positive things like, you're They're all beautiful good. people and he's, we will be the strongest country in the world. You know, he's telling all this super patriotic shit and, and everybody's yeah. like, yeah. But it then sounds at the end, like, he's I'm like, could kill everyone and everyone on this planet except us is gonna fucking die you know that's what it sounds like he's saying right but. <laughs> yeah um I, I will start for the one one of them that i would like to sit down and pick his brain elon musk i think he i think i see a lot of his content uh stuff that did you did you see his meme about gofundme uh oh god it was great and so that have you seen all the the people robbing the trains and steal yeah. amazon packages and shit yeah he said amateur he had a he posted a meme and it was that train littered with all the amazon boxes around it and it said amateur thieves uh-huh. and then professional thieves and it was just the Go- gofundme oh, logo yeah. <laughs> yeah but i find his i find his take on many things to be extremely interesting um usually usually the his way of thinking is so different than the majority than a lot of people and just his intelligence and the way he approaches things, um, I, 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 obviously he's uber successful. You know, the richest I think he's man a very free thinking guy. Yeah, and I love, I love too that he just trolls people. Like, um, I think his he's not afraid to tell somebody they're an idiot. No, you know? he, his <laughs> his position in the company and Tesla is something like. Re- just like ridiculous it's like oh, te- it's, tech uh, king techno king or some shit like king, that yeah and that's registered with the sec like yeah, that's not techno just some, king i just yeah. love that sense of humor you know and he yeah he's like because all these all these titles are bullshit right he's like so to form uh c corp what did he say you needed in that because i heard that a ceo president you don't need a ceo i don't know you something. need a, a president uh treasurer and like a director or something something like that and that's and that's it he's like all these chief of anything else is all bullshit it's all made up right it's all to make make people feel good chief executive officer that's made up you don't need one of those it's bullshit so he registered his name his position with the sec as techno king yeah <laughs> but just the the things that he's accomplished like i mean he's got a freaking space program you know they're he planning put, on going he to put mars one of his cars in space right and plus <laughs> on his own and he's making like he took he was really kind of at the forefront of the electric car you know and made him into you know a viable option yep. um and just just his work ethic, I just find his his intellect uh, fascinating. I yeah. I think he'd be a very interesting guy to sit down and talk with. Yeah. How about you guys? You guys? I mean, he's got, got like any? solar, the solar roofs. Oh the yeah. Cars. Just the amount semis, of shit that he's able to space do. Space program. Like, boring company. Yeah, yeah. dude. Yeah. Like, god damn, the guy does a little bit of everything. It's incredible. You know? It is. It's it really certainly is. incredible. He's a very he's a special human being. That's mm-hmm. for sure. 
You guys got any that you'd like to sit down and talk with? Fox, who you got? Lou Bega. <laughs> <laughs> Mambo number five. Mambo number five. A little bit of Monica in your life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Box already said at the beginning that his brain don't work like this. So yeah, there's John, too many choices for me. I can't pick just one. You don't have to pick just one. Just name one. Lou Bega. Lou Bega. All right. <laughs> I literally know nothing about Lou Bega. No, I don't either. Mambo number five. Mambo is... number five. And he has a little bit of Monica in his life. <laughs> and a little bit of Rita by his side. See, that's why it would be nice to have lunch with him, learn about him. Maybe he's a nice person. <laughs> he might be. Maybe he's just a real man whore. Could be. He <laughs> could teach me a thing or two. <laughs> Johnson, do you got any? Uh, Probably James Madison. Why? Just like, you know, the father of the Constitution. Right. I would like to hear his insight as to basically why, you know, just understanding that time period and why they felt the need to write the Constitution the way they did. Sure. You know, just to be at that constitutional convention and... and hear what was said and hear the arguments had about what needed to be in the constitution and right you know but james madison was he was like what 24 or some shit when he wrote the constitution when they were writing the constitution and he kind of was basically one of the leaders of the constitutional congress and mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. and being that young and understanding that much of the politics of the time and understanding how to make something that has lasted this long and yeah. just uh, it's mind blowing to me because me at 23 I was a fucking idiot you know it's, I still am so yeah well I think back then you know you grew up a lot well, yeah. a lot quicker yeah it was I mean it was a completely different time right you, you but yeah I totally I, but that would be an interesting yeah James Madison I think would be. A very, very interesting one. James Madison is probably one of my favorite people from history. Just a very, to me, a very intelligent young mind who understood so much more than I do. At, right. You know. I, I think another one of mine would probably be, this is very cliche, but George Washington. Well, yeah. And a reason, reason being, I think it'd be interesting to sit down and pick his brain about whether like, he intended to be the sort of figure that he turned out to be. Like, you know, he was the first president. Like He was always a very bougie dude, though. Like, he threw fucking powdered wig parties and all kinds right. of fancy shit at his place all the time. Like, he was a pretty he right. was a pretty bougie dude all the time. But it'd be interesting to, see, to talk to him and see, like, hey, what was your intent? Like, where did you think, you know, this was all going to turn out? Like, did you think that you were going to be such a leader or you were you just feel like you mm-hmm. were doing your part? Right. You know, or... And it'd be interesting to talk to him now, like after he sees that we've made it this long and the points, you know, where we at, where we're at now, you know, his opinion on like, I'm sure he'd just be like, holy, what did you guys, what did you do to my baby? You know? Yeah. Uh, I think it'd be a fascinating conversation to be had. Uh, definitely. I've got one. Uh, it was one of our baddest dudes of the week. I don't even remember his name. The guy that went into battle wearing a bowler hat. You remember oh, him? Yeah. <laughs> bowler hat and an, an, umbra- an umbrella. umbrella. Yeah. 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 Like That's my kind of dude right there. Right. But I'm let's, in the middle of battle murdering people with an umbrella, but I still got a sense of humor. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, I, uh, too, like it, 
you, can you imagine like being in the trenches and all of a sudden you got a bunch of people chasing and you know, there's a dude carrying a fucking umbrella walking around and, with and an a, umbrella and a hat a like you're not gonna swinging it around you're not gonna, sh- you're not gonna shoot him you're just gonna be like what, what the, the fuck is that, that dude is clearly out of his mind <laughs> and has no idea where he is i'm just gonna let him be yeah that's um, a good one yeah that'd be a very interesting conversation i'm uh, sure another one that i would be interested to speak to is nikola tesla yeah yeah, that'd be a fascinating conversation. That dude yeah. was way above his or ahead of his time. Just yeah, brain dead socially because his he was so fucking smart, you know. Right, just couldn't function. I mean, the guy, I don't remember. They found him in his hotel room or his apartment or long term hotel or some shit. Like he like supposedly had like married a pigeon and shit. Like the dude went absolutely fucking <laughs> nuts at the end of his life. Like yeah. I I guess I don't know much about his personal life. So he was like, he was kind of a recluse. He didn't like to talk to people. He didn't go out in public. He, you know, just couldn't function socially. All right. And just was by himself so much that he lost his fucking mind, kind of like how Box is, you know, traveling. (laughs) Um, But he just, yeah, he eventually lost his fucking mind because he secluded himself so much. But Yeah. He just a brilliant, brilliant dude, and I. Yeah, he invented a lot of cool shit. Really interested to hear. I I would love to know about his. He had one big power station where he was building a huge Tesla coil, and. Oh yeah. Yeah, that it all got shut down, and yeah, I'd be really interested to hear. We could do a whole episode on some of his shit. He's he was a fascinating. Yeah, I I would really like to know because he was planning on powering the world wirelessly. And I would love to have seen how that played out. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I should look into that a little bit more. He's a cool dude. Yeah. Very, very interesting guy. Any closing comments on that? Anybody? Anybody? Are we ready to... Mambo number five. All right. I'll I'll play the outro. Mambo number five. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) uh, Johnson, why don't we uh, move on to your your weird news segment? Weird, wild stuff. Uh, sheriff's deputies in Georgia were surprised to learn last week that was what was reported to be a woman's body found along a hiking trail was actually a quote-unquote life-size doll complete with accessories. Um, accessories? <laughs> like the the glued-on vagina? <laughs> I don't think it was glued-on. I think it was this is included. permanently mm. affixed. Um I know it had like a purse and clothes on and mm. yeah. And I, they want their sex doll to look classy. <laughs> yeah. The doll dubbed Selena was seen in the Hichiti National Forest and was reported to authorities last Thursday, but responding deputies quickly realized it was just a case of littering, not homicide. Uh, the victim now named Selena is a little under the weather, but she is, she has been having a nice day and is expected to make a full recovery. The department joked on its Facebook page. So they've got a picture of this thing. <laughs> and it was definitely someone's oh, sex wow. doll. And uh, they just decided to ditch it. <laughs> but some, yeah, it was just off of a hiking trail and somebody. Uh, I could see you thinking that's. Yeah, if you real see person. that, if you say that, see that laying in the fucking dirt off the side of a hiking trail, you would freak out. And, <laughs> and uh, oh yeah, you know, yeah, and, uh, and most, think that was a dead body. And for most sure, people are not gonna like, you know, go investigate, go poke it with a <laughs> no, stick. No, right, no. So it, yeah, it's uh, 
it was pretty funny. I mean, there, and we've even talked about a couple of instances where that's happened. You know, people think there's bodies floating in the river mm-hmm. and shit, and there'll be a sex doll and things like that. I mean, but. it's kind of, it's they're getting more and more realistic, so it's going to happen more and more. It's not like just your <laughs> right. inflatable fucking balloon that has a mouth you can fuck on it. So. Did you? Right. And did, you're not going to put that fucker in the garbage can at the end of your fucking driveway no. either. <laughs> put it in your neighbor's garbage can. Somebody somebody was rather ashamed. And don't cut the pieces. Don't cut it into pieces. and put Because like when the garbage guy finds a fucking leg in your garbage, not a good deal. You know what? <laughs> Maybe it was a murder. Because a lot of people... They're so f***ing in the head, they as... actually get emotionally connected to these. Yeah, I wonder if it maybe they just had a, wounds. Yeah, they had a real real tough breakup or whatever. And get out of my truck, bitch. <laughs> Threw her out there and he was done with it. She oh, kept talking Christ. back, wouldn't put out anymore. <laughs> oh, no. All right. You well, never talk to me anymore. <laughs> Why are you so quiet? All Do you right. hate me? Tell me how you feel. <laughs> We talk an awful lot about sex dolls and sex robots on this podcast, it seems like. We're, <laughs> they're funny. We're all avid users. So. Uh, well, guys, uh, if you made it this far, thanks <laughs> thanks for sticking around. We we certainly appreciate it. Uh, make sure you check out our sponsors, Ballistic Imagery and Shyworks. And uh, we will be back in two weeks, of course. And if um, if you check out our website, lifeshortlivefree.com, you can join the forum as well as watch our live uh, shows every other Wednesday night at 8.30 p.m. Central Time, as well as on YouTube and Facebook. You can find us there as well. So, um, yeah. Any any closing thoughts, guys? No? No. no. Mumble number five. All right. <laughs> yeah. Guys, thanks for sticking around. We appreciate it. We'll be back in two weeks. And until then, remember, life's short, live free. God bless. God bless. Combo number five. Three, four, and the United five, States of America. Defund the ATF. Repeal the NFA. Grow food. Become ungovernable. Get a little Rita in your life. Freedom. Freedom.